Behind every good story is an interesting person. This is Person of Interest with Q102's Jeff Thomas. It's been said that if you witness a flash mob happen anywhere in the tri-state, there's a very good chance this woman had something to do with it. Heather Britt is a choreographer, an entrepreneur, and is with Dance Fix Cincinnati. I say with, but you created it, right? Yes. So Dance Fix is my business that I started here in Cincinnati. And yes, we flash mob everywhere. It's a group of crazy adults, all diverse, all ages, all dance backgrounds, men, women from all over Cincinnati that take our classes at Cincinnati Ballet or at our Blue Ash location. And then we do fundraisers and party starters and flash mob, um, Northside Parade. We're all around town. I didn't know you could take classes at Cincinnati Ballet. You can take adult classes at Cincinnati Ballet. So yes. I could theoretically, if I wanted to study ballet, if I wanted to learn ballet, yes. I could go to the, really? Yeah. So they have adult ballet classes. They have some fitness classes and then they have dance fix classes that we offer there. So, so yeah, you can take pretty many classes. So there. let's start from the beginning. First, sure. how did you, what was the idea behind dance fix? What is it to someone who's never heard of it before? So it's a dance workout class in its simplicity, but it's highly choreographed. So I'm a professional dancer. I've danced my whole life. And then all of the teachers I've hired are professional dancers in different styles. And so we're giving you this kind of complex choreography, but in an encouraging way that says you can do this and anyone can do it. So there's 10 songs in the class. Each couple of weeks we change one of them, but the rest stay the same. People really start to get the dances. You might have an African dance. You might have a um, jazz dance. You might have a modern contemporary dance all mixed in and then it's constantly evolving and people get really addicted to that kind of format of knowing what they're doing, but then wanting to grab onto whatever's next. So it attracts a lot of different. When I got married, I took a a swing dance class and I got fired. (laughs) So I hired a private instructor and, and we were able to get me to the point where I could sort of fake it. But that's how frustrating it is for anybody that's ever worked with me with respect to dance. Do you ever have to say, I don't think this is your cup of tea. This is just not going to work out. You got to have some skills, don't you? Well, I've never said that before. <laughs> so, really? You wanted to, though, haven't you? <laughs> no. So everyone is, we do, like I said, have people from all different dance backgrounds. Professional dancers take the class, but then also people that have never done it before. So we show modifications and, you know, cheer them on. And really, they can do their own thing if they want to anyway. And the class is really loose and open environment. So. Yeah. Super fun. Uh, do you ever, find, how often or how, I guess, how long does it take for somebody who really, their background, their dance background is no dance background. How long do you find that it usually takes them to pick it up? It takes a while, life? especially with this format of everyone, they walk into the class and everyone's already been working on it. So they have to kind of catch up for a second. So we say at least 10 classes in a row before they start to feel like I'm kind of getting it. Right. And then probably a couple months. Is it a half hour? Is it an hour? It's an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So 10 songs, building in, you know, cardiovascular intensity, and then you have your toning after that. But it really is kind of this giant dance party. Some of our classes have like 80 students in them at one time, all doing whatever. (laughs) They're all over the place in a good way. Um, It's really fun. What inspired this? So I, like I said, I danced my whole life um, professionally and, you know, that's pretty rigorous. And on the side, I always tried to, to stay in shape, do some type of aerobics. My mom taught aerobics when I was a kid in the eighties. She had her own at the church, you know, business. And so I did that. 
She was like um, a local Jane Fonda. She was a local Jane Fonda. She was awesome. I still use some of her moves in the class. Yeah. But she, so she was awesome. And I just always kind of did that on the side. And then when I moved to San Francisco in 90, I guess that was 95, I ended up taking this class. It's called Rhythm Emotion. It's a dance workout class there that is pretty dancey. I worked for them. So I taught for them for a couple of years, two and a half years. And then when I started to, I moved back to Colorado after that and then here, they were like, take it with you. Let's see if this can expand in other areas. So by the time I brought it here and started it here, it was really building. But the Cincinnati community kind of had a different, they wanted something a little bit different. So it kind of morphed into its own thing over the t- over time. So we used to be called Rhythm Motion and now we, you know, are Dance Fix and we have a new brand. But it's all inspired originally by Rhythm Motion in San Francisco and just my desire to do something outside of, you know, this super technical dance, doing a class that you can dance and do your own thing and have a great time and no one's judging you and you can just let loose and who cares if your foot's pointed kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So you went to SCPA. Yeah. So fourth through 12th grade survivor. Always had a desire to, was it a desire to perform or you just loved dance? Both. Yeah. Yeah. I'm natural. I love performing, but then also just the craft of ballet and dance and learning you know how you can make the tiniest tiniest change to some part of your body and change the way that the movement comes across and the look of it and the feeling the emotion behind it and it just has always intrigued me to kind of dig in deep creatively that do you think everybody is capable if they put in the time and the effort and the energy or does it require is there an inherent skill so i feel like there's you know, the theory that if you put in hours in any, so many hours in anything, you can be a master in it. Kind That's of thing. the theory. That's the theory. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think that, especially in the ballet world, there's a standard that you have to have a certain facility, be born with certain proportions or, you know, flexibility, natural flexibility and all of that. But that's, you know, not all dance, obviously. That's more within certain styles of dance. So I would say, depending on where somebody wanted to go into, there's the natural born talent and then the the hours so you, hours are you have to do the hours you know you got to put those in so and you did ballet yes and did you stay with ballet i didn't stay with ballet because i mean i did stay with ballet because ironically now i choreograph for ballet companies so i'm doing that yeah with cincinnati ballet nashville ballet the kansas city dance festival so i travel and do that but um as far as my professional career i studied ballet at performing arts until I was a senior in high school. And then I ended up having a career in modern dance. What led you to modern dance? Well, luckily we studied it at performing arts on a regular basis. They were pretty diverse in their training um, at that time, which was awesome. And honestly, at some age, I think I was probably 15 after developing, one of my teachers just said, you know, hey, I think you're super talented, but in all honesty, if you're going to make it professionally, Um, your body is actually, you know, leaning more towards modern. Like I think if you go more the modern route, you're going to say developing, meaning your body was developing away from the aesthetic, the visual aesthetic that people would expect to see in ballet. I see all of a sudden I didn't have the, I didn't, my body didn't fit that anymore because I was too curvy or I had, you know, short muscles or whatever. There's so many things that, how did that feel? I mean, I felt like mixed feelings. I mean, there's part of that, you know screw you mentality at that time especially as a teen you know but then there was also looking back i have an appreciation of the honesty of that because she also was right she was right right so then she did i luckily have a career in dance and i did go that route and i was able to perform professionally and you know 
not that I don't think people can beat the odds and they should be able to. And I feel like they should have that chance and that it'd be nice to break that ceiling of that expectation. But I also appreciated that I felt like she wanted me to succeed right now in that moment. And so that I'm grateful for that also. What brought you to San Francisco? Following my ex-husband. <laughs> so basically I spent, we got together in high school. He went to performing arts too, and he loved to travel. And so anywhere I could go that he was, I just thought it was awesome. So he ended up in San Francisco and I thought I was going to go to New York. I was teaching dance actually at a, a performing arts camp in New York at the time we were broken up and he called and said, I just think you should come to San Francisco. It's, you know, super cool. It's and a great city. I'm living in someone's attic. And, you know, I, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. He was living in an attic with a punk rock band, a tattoo artist. Wow. And, yeah, it was super cool. So I'm like, I'm on my way and pretty much. And then I ended up there and it's, it was a great fit because then I started auditioning for companies and, you know, as I said, taught rhythm motion. And I loved San Francisco. It was a good city. So you had been together and then you broke up and then you reunited in San Francisco. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it worked out for you professionally. Right. How'd the relationship go? Well, we're friends now. (laughs) So no, we ended up coming back to Cincinnati. That's how I ended up back in Cincinnati. You both came back to Cincinnati. Both came back to get married. We have two kids. And um, it was just one of those, our families in Cincinnati, San Francisco is expensive to have a family and to have anything really, if you're not going to have roommates and do what we were doing. So it was this kind of, you know, maturing moment where we thought, well, we, we go home, we can actually, you know, have a family. So we did that and it didn't work out. We were together so young. And like I said, we're still really friends. And that's know, great. Though, we have that kids together. Are, it's right? really, yeah, it's awesome. That doesn't happen. No. Often. And it's, it's pretty great. So, yeah. well, you know, it's just one of those things. We were 14, we're together 20 years and it's just life. I mean, life happens and changes and you grow. And oh yeah. It's hard when you're together that young to. Yeah kind of keep it together all those years so his background is in the arts he's a tattoo artist oh is he yeah yeah here in cincinnati so he stayed in the arts too so that's kind of cool we're a big art family pretty much anything arts <laughs> related you right. know well coming up next on person of interest more from choreographer and dance fix founder heather Britt, her plans for the future what motivates her and how she handles those moments when she's just not feeling it next we'll be back with more person of interest in a moment. And now, person of interest with Q102's Jeff Thomas continues. You know, I'm not originally from Cincinnati, but I always find it fascinating when I talk to native Cincinnatians who uh, don't have an appreciation for being from Cincinnati and you were saying during the break that when you left Cincinnati, you swore you would never come back to Cincinnati. I was definitely not coming back to Cincinnati. And then you came <laughs> right. back to Cincinnati. I did. And I'm so happy I did. And it, right. Cincinnati is booming. It's amazing. You mentioned you have two kids. 15 and 14, two girls. Do they dance too? So they danced when they were younger. And they both actually just quit going into high school. So that was a little rough as far as... You know, was that, that had to have been hard for you. A little hard for me. Yeah. With my controlling self. Yes. It was a little hard Do for you me. think you're controlling? <laughs> a little bit controlling. Yeah. How so? With things I'm really passionate about. So my kids, my business, you know. Right. Um, all of my close friends. Yeah, pretty much. And so. your business is booming. You just expanded into uh, Nashville, I heard. Yeah. So we have a studio here in Blue Ash. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we are at Cincinnati Ballet. And then we're also at Nashville Ballet. So we have the dance fix classes at all of those spots. You strike me as someone who finds it hard to stay still for long. 
Yes. <laughs> Constantly have to be moving. Am I fidgeting in my chair over here? Yeah. A little bit. But, I know. But that's good. Yeah, I do. I, lo- I mean, I'm always moving and I'm always looking for the next thing and how to expand and grow and, you know, personally and professionally. What do you think that comes from? Um, I'm a West Sider, so <laughs> I think that I grew up on the West Side of Cincinnati. So I feel like my family has this real strong work ethic and we just like to work. We're a little bit workaholics and... I've just always wanted to push myself that way. And you talked about how your mother taught aerobics. Right. Which tells me that you were always encouraged to move even as a kid growing up. Yeah. So she put, you know, I was put into dance at a very young age, but also, yeah, really my dad worked outside. He was a roofer when I was growing up and my mom did aerobics. We we're just a real physical family by nature. So, yeah. What else are you doing besides dance fix? And we're going to get back to that here in a minute. Yeah, so I choreograph. I do lots of different choreography, which is really fun. So commercials, like I just did a secret commercial for P&G where I performed in it and choreographed, which was really fun. Yeah, Um, I did a Zone Perfect Bar commercial. I'm doing a music video down in Nashville for a country group coming up in January. That's great. How do you get involved? These things just sort of have fallen in your lap because of the high profile of Dance Fix. Yeah. And then also my work with the um, ballet companies and that I've just started to really build my choreography profile, which has been cool. Connections made. Mm -hmm. That's great. Connections made. So like the Nashville music video, this production company, the film company that called me saw a piece that I did for Nashville Ballet. So they came and I did a piece with Nashville Ballet that was in conjunction with Bluebird Cafe. So that was really cool. And they came and saw that performance. They saw the music, the country music tie-in. And then they decided I would, you know, it would be great to use me for a music video. So it's kind of, you know, snowballs into one job into the next. And I just love those commercial jobs. They're great because they're always, they're fast. Yeah. They're great money, but they're also just a new um, challenge each time. And they don't consume your life they and they're always different. Yeah. They're always wow. different. So those yeah. are fun. So I have that going on. And then, like I said, the, Cincinnati Ballet, I'll do something for them again in their New Works production in the fall. And then I um, do, I just did something with Nashville Ballet and Kansas City Dance Festival. So I was traveling around this summer choreographing and doing that. What is the one thing that would surprise people about you? I mean, I'm pretty open. I'm one of those people that overshares, I think. So a lot of people know. Even when you're sober? Even when I'm sober, <laughs> Well, try not to go there too much anymore. (laughs) But uh, I don't know. I'm not sure what would surprise people. That would I would love to know what people have been surprised about with me. Do you think you overshare, or have people told you that you overshare? Um, I think I overshare. Yeah, I just feel like I I just tell whatever personal information if I'm asked, kind of thing. But I think that just comes from a desire to really want to connect with people, don't you think? Definitely a desire to connect with people. So. I feel like dance fix and just kind of what I do and who I am as a human, I love to connect with all different types types of people. So I like to be able to walk into any room and talk to anybody and connect. So I'm guessing that that's where that comes from. Do you think it takes a certain type of personality to dance? I think you have to be incredibly confident, whether you have the skills or not, just to try it. It's really a vulnerable art form it is it really is it's vulnerable to choreograph and it's vulnerable to perform because you're asked to totally let go put everything out there and leave it on the stage but then at the same time knowing there will be a review in the paper based on your performance the next day and that's i mean that's a lot and then people are deciding if they're going to give you a standing ovation or not based on that so it's very vulnerable place to be for sure where do you want to be a year from now or two or three what's the goal 
I think I want to expand. I want another location for Dance Fix, like another city. I think that would be cool. And then I just want to keep choreographing. I want to do more commercial work, like music videos and commercials and more flash mobs. And, you know, you can find us all over town. So we were at, we've been at Caracol, the artworks. I was cracking up because in the shower today, I was thinking about our interview. But I was thinking about just how there will be days that I'm just like so busy choreographing and then rehearsing and getting the event together that's going to be that night. And we have this big flash mob. And then all of a sudden I realize I'm dressed as a flight attendant and flash mobbing the artwork, secret artworks party as people are coming in. I'm like, oh, this is my job. Like This right. is what I do for a living, you know? Yeah. And it's just super fun. I love it. It's incredible. But do you ever have days where you wake up and you're just not feeling it? Does that yeah. ever happen? It really does. And yeah. how do you snap out of it? What's your what's your motivation? Um, To get moving, honestly. So if I show up to class and the first couple songs, I'm just like, I know I'm not going to have it today. As soon as those endorphins kind of kick in, mm. you know? So I just, having the confidence to make, to start each time again, even when you don't want to. That makes what sense. is a morning routine like for you? It's totally crazy because I have the two girls. So we get up and then I take them to school. I'm in my pajamas basically. So when I'm listening to your morning show, I'm like driving in my PJs with bedhead to drop them off. Is, yeah. And then I come back and start getting ready for the day. I usually do uh, my office since I'm running the business. I usually do all the admin work early in the day. And then I head to the studio and choreograph, and then I end up teaching multiple classes a day. And if it's not a time when I'm traveling, and then pick up girls and go back to teach. What would you say to someone who is looking for a way to get fit? You know, they've tried conventional workouts, they hate the gym, they want to do something that's fun and feels good. Yeah. So Dance Fix is awesome that way because, like I said about the choreography, even though it's complex at first, you really can think of nothing else. So you come into the room and you have to think about what's going on in the room. You have <laughs> to really be focused. You do. And so attention. you have to leave the rest of your stuff behind at the door, which is cool. And then it's such a welcoming community that, you know, in a non-creepy way that, um, <laughs> that yeah. you know what I mean? It's like it's on that in between that border line or whatever, but it's just a great welcoming place to be. So I would say everyone should try it. And there's a high that comes with it too. Isn't there sort of like a runner's high? Is there like a dancer's high a after real, the fact? Yeah, a total high. From is that, a, that is a real it's thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. The adrenaline high and the endorphins rushing in. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. So everyone's in a great mood. My kids joke because they'll say like, you know, hey, mom, I want to ask you something. Oh, I'll just ask you after dance class or whatever. So right. if they want to get their way. Yeah. So if they want to join, if they want more information, where do they go? DanceFixCincinnati.com. DanceFixCincinnati.com. DanceFix is spelled D-A-N-C-E-F-I-X. DanceFixCincinnati.com. Come dance with us. New students can come for free in January, so you should come check it out. Heather Britt, it was nice to meet you. So nice meeting you. Yeah, continued success. Good luck. Thank you. All right, Person of Interest is produced by Natalie Jones. So if you found Heather Britt... As fascinating, as interesting as we did, send us an email to POI, which stands for Person of Interest. That's POI, WKRQ.com. We always welcome your thoughts. Feel free to make a suggestion for a future Person of Interest. Until next time, for Person of Interest, I'm Jeff Thomas. Thanks for listening. These are the people behind the stories that matter to you. Thanks for listening to Q102's Person of Interest with Jeff Thomas. 